Welcome to the Gospel of Two Wheels, number 220. 220 of these crazy things where the coffee's hot, the bikes are fast, and your comments are thankfully absolutely ridiculous. I love you guys so much. It's great to see you. Awesome to see you, Bruce Kennedy from Gray, Michigan. It is uh, stupid gray and cold outside here, which is just not normal for Colorado. Colorado usually has lots and lots of sun. We do get plenty of snow. Uh, it usually stays up in the mountains, not down here in the valley. Anyway, it's a thing. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mint Moda, what's happening? 5280 James, what is going down? It's good to see you back here. Robert Wood, thank you very much for the 20, the congratulations on 20K. Very happy about that. Uh, Lance Fraser, we are having a great week. Extreme Customs, good morning. By the way, this is our 20K subscriber live special, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> Nothing... Nothing really going on, especially for that, but uh, I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> sorry, it was loud in the earbuds. Rich Pierce, what is happening? More great riding weather in Western Colorado, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. We are, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, all this snow. Uh, the blessing, obviously, is bigger because we're going to have water this summer. Hopefully, they're going to fill up a bunch of the reservoirs. Danny Horse, Horseman, what's happening? Um and uh, it will make the writing really, really good once it stops snowing. Unfortunately, right now, there's no dirt biking. But I do hope it clears up because Thursday night rides start not next week, but the week after. Super excited about that. Right after I get back from Hawaii, uh, it's going to be awesome. That's the other thing. Next week's uh, Gospel Two Wheels will be live from Hawaii. Stay tuned on... Uh, our socials to figure out exactly when that's going to be. I'll probably do it just Thursday morning early. Um, it, it's really early there. It had to be 5 o'clock there, which is fine. I don't mind getting up that early for that. Uh, but I don't know. I might change it because I kind of want to do it from the uh, race site. But I don't know. Stay tuned. It's going to happen. Dad, Mom, good to see you. love you guys so much. Uh, there's my mom. Say hi to Suzanne Spradling. Just yesterday was her birthday. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday was her birthday. So say happy birthday su to Suzanne. She's my favorite mom. <laughs> uh, Dale Holmes for coming in from Michigan. Bill O'Neill, what's happening? Two Stroke Addict coming in from Australia. Uh, and almost midnight there. Yeah, I know. It is. It's a weird world <laughs> that we live in. Um, uh, let's see. <clears throat> the California six feet of snow really sucks. Bruce Kennedy. I know. So it's funny, my wife was, is, not was, she still is in uh, Albuquerque? Yeah, Albuquerque, uh, big forest service thing. And she is, uh, whatever, she's working with a whole bunch of folks out there. And there's a guy from uh, California and his house has six feet, six feet measured, <clears throat> like with a measuring tape at his house. And he's got a video of his kid doing backflips off the second story of his house into the snow. It's crazy. Dave McPherson, Punk Rock Club. Good to see you. Um, yeah, it is awesome to be here, guys. Uh, make sure you give the old thumbs up if you're watching this live and or uh, if you're watching it on replay. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Big difference here on the YouTube algorithm. We just hit 20,000 subscribers. That's rad. Next goal is 100. Well, next goal is every one. But... Uh, I'm going to do something at 40, but the next big, big, I'm going to do something giant when we hit 100K. And I know we're going to do it. I'm not worried about that at all anymore. I feel good about my YouTube 
ness. I feel like I can make that happen. Uh, it's going to take a while, but we're going to make it happen. Super excited. Uh, now we know who to blame for this. Yes, Dale Holmes, you can blame. Actually, my mom is 100% the blame for this. Uh, if you knew my mother, uh, she is a lot like me. She's loud, she likes to educate, and she's uh, just a ton of fun. So, uh, uh, That guy's roof may not be there long. There's a lot of weight. Well, I, so I think he's shoveling his roof. And, you know, but getting it off because, yeah, it's crazy. And hopefully he's got a steep roof anyway. Eric rides single track. Good morning. Have a cup of coffee. So I actually have some questions. Um, you guys, please feel free. If you're new to this whole live video thing, please ask questions. Also hit the subscribe button. Uh, but I do have some questions uh, from the interwebs that I need to answer. I'm excited about that. Uh, I haven't done this in a while. So... Uh, Dr. Sluice, I think this is, uh, Vanda Sluice, um, can you explain lucky fork inserts and how they differ from a revalve like TBT and a 6500 kit that I just got? Um, I love you, mom. Great question. So if you guys haven't watched that video, uh, we just got our set of 6500s from WP and we're going to be installing on the 23 300XC. So, quick explanation of what they are. They are a drop-in insert into the stock fork. So, zero has to come off of the stock fork other than the insert. Like, we just pull that out, put this in with a spring. And what it does is it turns both forks into a closed chamber fork, uh, much more like a KYB. It's a KYB copy, let's be honest. KYB came out with the speed-sensitive fork long ago. WP is finally... Well, not finally. They've been doing this for a while. WP is offering it. They did it back in 2012 on their bike, and it was awesome. Uh, Don, you had Vegas or snow in Vegas. That's nuts. So that's what they are. They're brilliant. Uh, I've had a, already a lot of comments asking why I'm not going to test them stock and then revalve them. Uh, it's because I'm running out of time. Uh, it's getting to be spring here. We're getting super busy. Race season's coming, riding season's coming. I'm not going to have time to disassemble my forks just for testing. So I apologize. I won't test them bone stock and then uh, do it uh, with the TBT valving in there. But that's just the way it is. I can say that stock, they're very, very good. <clears throat> but I also know since TBT is a big company with lots of franchises all over, uh, we've been working with the 6500 kits for a long time already and have lots of people on them. So I know that I want them valved for me. I know that I need to have... Um, uh, do I have many satisfied TBD customers from Mi Michigan? I don't know. I have to check in with uh, Travis. I'm, sh I'm sure we do. I'm not sure who is the TBT guy up there. Uh, Ed Dugan packing for the Texas Lone Star. Yeah, dude. Have fun, dude. Have fun down there and get out of this snow uh, uh tony borian your bike it's right over there and it's doing really well it's dangerously close to being finished actually uh zach's got the suspension all revalved and back on the bike and um i mean it right now it looks like it's in pieces <laughs> but uh except for that the suspension's back on it but the tank's off and things like that anyway so it's very close tony uh thank you very much for giving us that opportunity uh, to get that done. I'm really excited for you. I think you're really going to be happy. Um, so, uh, so, all right, back to the, 
Hey, Kenny, what's happening? Um, so the 6500s are basically a conversion kit to turn your forks into the old, not old, but anyway, to a twin chamber or closed chamber fork system, which I believe is the best system, period, whether it be KYB or MX Tex or anything like that. So now uh, Vandersloos asked what the difference between Lucky. Now, Lucky cartridges are a... Uh, spring conversion also, but they're the open chamber spring conversion. So they turn the uh, forks into the open chamber style, which is the one that has uh, the compression, uh, well, excuse me, the rebound on top and compression on the bottom. Uh, whereas closed chambers have compression on top, rebound on the bottom. The orientation of that makes no difference. It's just, that's how you know which one you're dealing with. Uh, so the lucky cartridges are very good. Open chamber forks are very good. I don't think they're as good as closed chamber forks. A couple reasons. The closed chambers, the way they're done now, they're very speed sensitive. Some guy mentioned, oh, they're all speed sensitive. Of course they are. But the speed sensitive style with the inner chamber having the, the compression base valve at the top with a spring, that is, I, my opinion, just a, just the next upgrade in performance, especially for speed. Now, the open chamber forks are usually really, really good at uh, really rocky stuff. They're very good there. And I think um, the Lucky cartridges are great. They're $1,000. I don't know if that includes springs or not. Uh, so they're a little less money, either way, even if they don't include springs. They're a little less money than the 6500s, but I don't think you're getting quite the racy... Uh, feel with those. Now, uh, MX Tech does offer another, like the Ravens, I think, are closed chamber, and then they have some super high-end one that's closed chamber too. Uh, all of those end up being the same as 6500 money-wise. Uh, and then, Dr. Sluice, the just a TBT revalve, it depends on what fork you're dealing with. If you're dealing with AERs, uh, a TBT revalve is going to help quite a bit, give you some more plushness and compliance on the small bumps, uh, while still uh, retaining the high-speed big hit uh, resistance that the air forks are very, very, very good at. Uh, and you get to keep the lightweight. Someone else asked, um, "Ultimate W forks not racing?" Yeah. So Andy has a great point. I'll get to that in a second. So the um, the, sorry, what am I trying to say? So just revalving the, the stock forks, first of all, it's, it's a financially much cheaper. <laughs> it's much cheaper. You don't have to buy a spring up there. Uh, so gosh, I think a normal, uh, AER revalve is ah, 500 bucks, including seals, bushings and everything. Maybe even a little bit less for something. Um, and that's like I said, seals, bushings, oil, labor, revalve and everything. So it's a way, way, way less money than buying a whole bunch of parts and shoving them in your forks. Uh, and I very happy with mine, uh, the way they are. I just want to see how good we can make this bike. The bike is so stinking good that like, why not see if we can make it even better? Uh, so Andy BJ says, got the luckies ultimate W forks, not racy. That is a perfect way to put it. Uh, open chamber forks are very, very, very good. I like them a lot. That's what's on my uh, 18300. I point over here, but that's not it. That's not mine. <laughs> uh, the, it's at my house. <laughs> so uh, that's what's on mine. They came with Explorers, but they're converted to 
uh, open chambers and which on those doesn't take much. You don't have to buy uh, drop in nothing. So you just add a mid valve and spring perch and it's super simple. But the, uh, so I really like W forks, especially just trail riding, uh, going to cut trees, just going out, like going on a long trip to Idaho, for instance, or you're just going to go ride long days with your buddies and you're not trying to go fast. The W forks are brilliant. Like that size and that lucky cartridge in these ARs would be really good for that. Um, and you could drop the luckies into the uh, Explore Forks too. I just feel like, personally, I feel like it's a bit of a waste of money because you can do it for a lot less money. You can just add some stuff to the forks. You could add a mid-valve to the um, other fork because there's only one mid-valve that's in the rebound. Anyway, <clears throat> it's, so yeah. I don't think you need to spend it. I mean, why? If you got the money, why not? You want to support MX Tech? Awesome. They're, <laughs> you know, they're and MX Tech is a great um, company. I really like MX Tech. I got no problems with them at all. Um, that's who Jeff uses. Jeff Slavens. Uh, he likes to call them his own, but I'll let you in on a little secret. He's just buying MX Tech stuff, and then he generally has uh, Greg Huffer here in town revalve it. So, um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Jason Pulley, luckies are good at woods riding. Yeah, they are very good. And I, what I'm hoping, and again, I haven't, I personally haven't owned 6500s. I've ridden them. I felt good, but they're not on my bike. So it's, you know, it's uh, hard to say the setup is right, all that stuff. So what I'm hoping, what I believe is going to happen with these 6500s on my XC is I'm going to gain a little more plushness in that small bump compliance and stuff like that but without losing the racy feel i do not want to lose that race feel hey brayman what's happening dave um by the way thank you so much for the coffee i appreciate it thank you thank you thank you christopher bro lumbus what up robert boucher how's it going teddy Roosevelt? uh i can see you're really trying hard not to say your signature catchphrase is explain yes jacob it's so hard i'm trying so hard to be better at that <laughs> uh let's see Rich Pierce, V Motor Tires recommendations for Weeby Farmington. Honestly, Rich, uh, the Force AT, if you're going to go with the V Moto, Force AT is probably the best for Farmington. It's got big lugs. It's a sand race for anybody who's wondering. Uh, but the best uh, tire for that is um, some sort of sand tire. Uh, I've got a sand tire. It's a 19 because I'm fortunate enough to have a 19 inch wheel. And I've got a sand tire, but the best is a the back is a some sort of sand tire. We can talk about it because uh, and it's honestly, in my opinion, it's worth spending the money. Uh, have I ever tried Del Saggio inserts? How would they compare to the 6500s? Um, I've installed quite a few Del Saggio inserts to Shark Attic. I think they're very good. I, I don't know as far as comparing them to 6500s. Not 100% sure, um, but I like uh, the, um, uh, I don't know. I like, I like the fact that the 6500s are made by WP and they just drop in. We, and I know for a fact they're going to work and fit real well. Chris Burns, what's happening? Uh, the mule bear. Yes. Uh, let's see. To Pro Tune in Ohio does a great job on Luckies. They're much better. Explorers started with. Yeah. So, Jason, straight up explorers are. Pfft, if you want to go any fat, like, they're actually fine if you go really, really slow. And I'm not. That is not a judgment. That is just reality. I know guys that are just put putters 
and Explorer forks seem to work just fine for them the way they are with a few clickers and the right springs. Uh, and the Luckies are very good. I just think protein, you got to ask those guys about, I think you can save some money by just in doing the conversion because solid performance in Pennsylvania offers a kit that's WP that just does exactly what the Luckies are. Uh, it turns them, it just turns the Explorer forks into open chambers, but using all, uh, WP stuff. So, I mean, it's just, it ends up with the same thing. Uh, best option to keep my XCW trials bikeish for the technical stuff, but good and higher speed whooped out riding. Uh, Rex, that's a good question. So my 300 XCW is Mojave Mike, by the way, what up? Uh, and Gordon, what up? So, so my XCW is not terrible in the fast stuff too. So we revalved the front, got those set up as like a good open chamber and got them valved well and just revalved the shock. And dude, I can, I mean, I don't know. I can go pretty damn fast. Excuse me. Pretty darn fast in the whoops on that bike. It's pretty amazing. Uh, you should shoot me an email, Morgan at Highland dash excuse me, highland-cycles.com. We can talk about it, but we can make them work good. Uh, Amy Warrington, I've got your uh, question. We're going to get um, uh, greetings from the East Coast, the first state, Delaware. Nice. Oh, wow. I think you're the first one from Delaware to say something. Tiresome question. Coming your way late summer, do you want your bikes to Chris, be a trail mantra? So, yeah, Amy, I got your question. That's a thank you for reminding me. We're going to get there. Tires for your bikes for Crush Butte Montrose. X31 for the front, period. Best tire, period, in my opinion. So, Back tire, lots of options. Depends on how sticky you want to go. I really like the V-Moto Force AT normal compound for longevity. Uh, it's not super sticky in the rocks up around Crested Butte and stuff like that, but it works pretty darn well. The V-Moto Force, uh, Force AT uh, Apex compound is really amazing, but it wears out kind of fast. If you want kind of just an all-around goodness, the, honestly, the X31 rear is very good. It's just a little more money. There's lots of options, uh, but to me, the most important one is the front, and I, the X31 is the best. Andy BJ, 6500 versus MX Tech Raven. I'm going 6500, mainly because it's made by WP, and I know it's going to, I know the MX Tech fits fine too. I just like the fact that it's all WP. Uh, and I haven't messed with the Ravens. I, I don't know, do they have preload adjustment? Because the 6500, one thing I really like about that is that the 6500 has a preload adjustment on the fork super easy with a wrench that comes with the with the kit and you can add preload which no we shouldn't need to change that here and there for, i don't think that people need to change that for like riding conditions but i do want to change that if i want to put the chainsaw on the front of my bike turn in a little preload put the chainsaw on there that's you know seven pounds almost 10 pounds with gas in it uh, makes a big difference to be able to pump the preload up. Uh, Anthony, uh, uh, or Tony, sorry. Um, I, I leave Monday to, with, to go meet Adam. He's not coming until like Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday. Anyway, I'm leaving Monday with my family. We're going early and, um, yeah, going to go have fun. So is your TPC valving different between a lowered bike and a standard high bike? Yes, Don, it is different. Um, because when you lower a bike, depending on how you lower it, I guess, I guess we'd have to talk about how you lowered it, but depending on how it was lowered, 
uh, I'm guessing with two inches, you probably had to go inside and shorten things up. But by doing that, you've changed geometry. So yes, the valving changes. Lucas Monks, what's happening? The Explorer open chamber conversion before I went with Lucky. No comparison. Really? Okay, Andy, that's good to know. I did not know that. I wonder, was it was it ProTune that did the thing? Because that's good to know. It must be different mid-valves or something in there. Uh, Bruce Kenny, no, oh, no TBT in Michigan. Ohio's the closest. Gotcha. Uh, let me know if, because I, I have not done the luckies on the Explorers, because honestly, I've been so happy with my, uh, um, uh, I've been so happy with my Explorer setup that, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's so good, and I don't feel like I need to spend any more money. That's all. <laughs> So and it would de definitely depend on the tuner, like what experience they have with uh, with Lucky's and uh, WP stuff, and I mean it would all of that plays into how good it works. Uh, I I didn't know my great granddad was from Delaware, Mom. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's true. You can get the kit that basically makes Explorer fork equal on both sides, but the Lucky's have a better bottoming cone. There we go. Then a few different things. Cool. Thank you, Jason, for explaining that. Uh, taking the entire yes, Bruce. I am taking the whole family. We're all going. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna do Pearl Harbor and all that good stuff. So, Amy, I hope I answered your question. Let me get back here. Wade Holler, can you share any tips for making sure a header pipe to cylinder flange connection is flush at installation? I find some pipe cylinder uh, combos to have enough play that's difficult to feel during install. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure I, other than like lining it up and making sure it's all, uh, good. I, so, I mean, here's, here's what I do per like pretty much no matter what, like if, unless the bike is brand spanking new, if the bike is brand new, then you can just pull a pipe off, take another pipe and put a pipe on and it should be totally fine. Once the bike is not brand new and things are bent, because even if you're putting a brand new pipe on, your silencer may not be straight anymore. The, uh, yeah, anyway, trust me. <laughs> I know from lots of experience with that. But I've taken pipe and uh, if, so what I, excuse me, what I do is I take the new pipe, I take the, the old, like the silencer off, set it off here, pipe on first. Check it. Okay, good. Springs, bolts, everything. Get that pipe solid on there. And then go to your silencer. Because if you try to slide it into the silencer and get it on there, unless the thing is brand spanking new, and I'm talking the whole bike because the subframes get tweaked and you don't even notice all kinds of things. Uh, if it's been crashed at all, I mean, I guess if, you, if it's not brand new but you don't crash, you're a better rider than me, then maybe you're fine. But I always delete the silencer, pipe on first, then silencer comes on, and once, because then you got everything lined up perfectly, it's all good and it's bolted on, and then you take the silencer, slide it on, you can like, and move that silencer around to get it lined up. So, wait, I hope that answers the question. All right, let's see. Uh, so, Amy, I answer your question. Tony, that is not your bike that's in pieces right back there. Uh, uh, let's see. Stephen Keys. I live in the Northwest and run a 525 Cheetah rear, but I need a new front tire. What do you recommend? I only ride Cheryl Woods. I also run a Moose. So, Stephen, X31 or M59. 
Uh, in the Northwest, I was X31. I think the M59 might be a little softer, so it might be better. Well, I don't know. Depends on if you ride really nasty stuff. The M59 might be um, might be better. I don't know, but uh, I either M59 or X31 best tires ever. So yeah. All right, so. Uh, anyway, okay, back to any other, that's all the questions from the internet. What are the questions you guys have? Uh, Jason, again, thank you for answering that question about the Explorer kits and the, the MX techs. I, um, like I said, mine feels so stinking good and everybody that's ridden it has been super happy with it. So for me, I don't feel the need to spend any more money, uh, because everyone that we've done, everybody's been so, so happy that. I'm like, ah, you can save so much more money than spending the extra thousand bucks. Uh, there you go. My mom and Amy now talk about <laughs> my great granddad. Uh, Demir, what's happening? What other questions do you guys have? Uh, and also, by the way, back out of the chat, hit the thumbs up, come back into the chat. That would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, so shop night tonight, if you guys are in the area, we're doing shop night here tonight. So if you got a project, questions, want to borrow tools, uh, all that stuff, come on down to the shop and hang out tonight, six o'clock. We're going to just, yeah, open shop night. Everybody's having fun. We're going to be putting a top end in an 85 for the Broads, who's not here, which is weird. And uh, so Broads is coming down with his 85. We're going to be helping him put a piston in that thing. And my buddy Foxy Bibbs is coming down to do some work on his bike. And then whoever else shows up, looks like Rich, hopefully will be here. By the way, this lovely silky sound is thanks to Rich Pierce and his awesome Yeti uh, <laughs> microphone. Rich, you got to let me know what I owe you for this thing. I like it a lot. Oh, countdown to Thursday Night Rides. Rich, I mentioned that earlier. Two weeks, 13 days. I just posted that. So... 13 days till Thursday night rides. Does the internet cartridge on 6500 kit require maintenance, specifically oil changes? Yes, Jacob, it does. So that is one big benefit to open chamber forks is that when you do fork seals and change oil, that changes all the oil and you're good to go. The one downside is that all the oil is going into the valving, meaning that like... If you get in real muddy stuff and it jams it up in there, then uh, you're, you know, it'll uh, it goes up in and it will get in there and get into your valving. Also, anywhere from the bushings goes into the valving. Also, you know, whatever. So the closed chamber forks, all of them, I think the Ravens KYB, uh, 6500s, any, anything with a closed chamber fork is sealed away from all that and that's really awesome because it keeps everything clean in there and working uh see two weeks ago uh say convert a ktm sx or buy an xc e start aside uh who <sighs> steve varney it depends on how important the transmission is to you uh because the whole 18 inch wheel, big tank and all that's pretty fine, whatever. The tank's a pretty big deal, honestly, because tanks are kind of expensive these days. So it's kind of nice to have a bigger tank if you need a bigger tanks. But it, to me, the biggest question is how important is it to have a six speed and a lower first gear? 
The six speed is nice, but really let's talk about the fact that the lower first gear is a big deal. <laughs> so um, if you like woods tight technical riding. So for me, it's worth buying the XC uh, and the SX is uh, E start the new ones. And I guess we're talking about, uh, I'm talking about new ones. So, uh, cause the new ones are e all E start. So maybe we should clarify that. But as far as I'm concerned, the, I like the XC. I like the transmission a lot better. Uh, ben Mir, two weeks ago did a GNCC Big Buck on my KTM 20, uh, 250XE and noticed I was getting some clutch squeaks similar to that Beta 200 you messed around with a few weeks ago. Not as bad, no anything. I don't know. I haven't had that problem, but I know a guy uh, fixed the Beta thing with some extra holes drilled in the clutch hub and something else. I'm going to do that job here on the line. Uh, if I can get that bike back from Garrett, I mean, I will get that bike back from Garrett and we'll do it at some point and show you guys how to do that. He, he has a great picture and stuff. And I don't know, look on the beta forums on Facebook and things like that. You'll find it. He did. I think he did a great job and it seems like it fixed it. So, uh, Scott Schwager, I'm running the IRC IX 40 on the front. 11 pounds working well in the AZ racks. Right on Scott. That's awesome. IRCs make great tires. Uh, Lucas, they do not make an M59 in a fatty or the X31, which for me is good. I don't like fat front tires. It, again, personal preference, not a fan. Are the service intervals the same? I know typically fluid is changed about 40 hours. Is the inner cartridge, um, so Jacob, no. I, y yes and no. <laughs> I change it every time in the shop because that's what we do for a living and that's what people pay me for. So when you bring your suspension to me or send it to me, the inner chamber gets um, drained, cleaned, and we take apart the valving, clean all the shims, put them all back together. So that's what you're paying for when you pay uh, me or any TBT shop to do service on your uh, suspension at your house. Honestly, you could go probably double. So 40 hours on the outside stuff, uh, 80 hours on the inside stuff would probably be fine. But again... If you're in there, in my opinion, just stinking take it apart. Maybe don't take all the, the shims apart. Like, you don't have to do that every 40 hours if you're at home and you're, uh, you know, bleeding that internal thing. But I would just take it apart, put new fluid in it. It doesn't, I don't know, it makes way more sense to me to just do it. Uh, it's up to you. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> That's for all of you guys. Let's see. And by the way, I haven't run an IX40 Scott Schwager. I need to try that. Let's see. Just looking back through the comments, make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay. Dot four, 5.1, much of a difference. I'm loading up and fluids for writing season things. Flying XC, not really much of a difference. I think the 5.1 has a higher boiling point, probably, and it's. Maybe someone else can um, answer that better than me. I So I use 5.1 here because I use the Motul 600. I have just found that that is very, very good brake fluid. And it happens to be 5.1. So it's con it's compatible with the 4. I, like, honestly, 5.1, 4, whatever. Keep it clean and you're fine. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. Uh, I like the Motul 600 
the reason I like it better than others is it does have a higher boiling point and the stuff really seems to make a difference. Like if you're a heavy brake dragger, then uh, it I uh, it seems to boil less. Now, if you drag your brakes really bad, you're probably going to boil your brakes no matter what. But if you're kind of an off-on brake dragger, like I tend to drag my brakes when I go fast, fast, and so it's not all the time. And between putting the Motul 600 in there and then the System Tech Racing caliper cooler on there, it's good. 5.1 for the rear. There you go. I, I mean, I just use all the saves. Like, I don't... To me, it would be silly to buy two kinds of brake fluid. One for the front, one for the rear. Just pick one and go with it. And again, I cannot recommend Motul 600 high enough. And I got that. I started that recommendation just so everybody knows where that came from. Uh, it's not because of any kind of sponsorship or anything like that. It came from a very good friend of mine who was one bad dude on a road race bike who told me he's like, cause I was having a hard time with my brakes boiling and, and just anyway, I'm like, I keep fading brakes. This is terrifying and all this stuff. And Browns, there he is, bow hunter. Uh, and he's like, dude, try this stuff. And I put it in there and it made a huge difference. And then I finally got it fixed, like all the way gone when I put a brake caliper cooler. And then the other thing that no one talks about, and I need to do, oh, I need to do a video on this, but I'll talk about it here right now, is that your brake pad thickness makes a huge difference into whether or not your brakes are going to fade and boil. So... I didn't even think about that. My good buddy, Bryce Davis, who usually watches this, but I don't see him on here. He's probably actually working or something like that. <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, the uh, He's the one who told me, he's like, man, once my pads get under 50%, I can't I can't keep my brakes from boiling. I'm like, what are you? It totally makes sense because the thickness of that pad is insulation to the caliper. Makes a huge difference. There's someone here right now. Who's that? Hey, what's happening? Nothing. Chad Craig's here. We're live with Chad Craig. What are you up to? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, pad thickness, huge difference. Um, so if you're if you're having a hard time boiling brakes or fading, check your pads. And, you know, even though there's pad left, you might need to change them. Sacroform, thank you for hitting the subscribe button. It makes a big difference. Uh, flying XC, that's hilarious. You think heavier gear oil will reduce clutch chatter noise over 1540? Uh, it might. I like the Bellray Gear Saver 80 weight. Uh, it, try it. Just try it, Cycle Farm. Trust me. Bruce Kennedy is a big convert now. He tried it. It, it helps a lot of things. Yes, uh, Brody, I do have stands left. Uh, I did the top end this weekend with 05KX. 100 tore down Saturday and put it back together Sunday morning. I had it running by. Awesome, dude. Lance, I'm glad that helped you out. Uh, all right. Well, I better boogie because Chad's here to drop off a couple bikes that I, or at least suspension. I don't know. if Did you bring bikes or suspension? Bikes. Bikes. So yeah, I got some freaking work to do. <laughs> so, oh, just a bike. So I thought you had a 300 and a 480. I do, but my 300, I forgot I got to do some work to it. Oh, there we go. So Chad's going to whip me into uh, working here. So I got to get after it. Guys, I love you so much. And... Yeah, okay, Bruce, yeah. Not work on their bikes. They replace totally shot pads. And yeah, there is huge difference in pad thickness. It's awesome. There you go. Dave Bramman, thank you so much. Love you guys. 
Hope you guys spread the gospel of two wheels. And as always, I hope that what we're doing is inspiring you guys to work on, but more importantly, get out and ride your dirt bikes.